Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and thank you as always for tuning into Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me as always is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you today? Jumbo, Dave, I'm good. Um, we have. I'm keeping the spirit of the 20th anniversary of Animal Kingdom alive for this episode, so we have some some plans for the show here. But before we do that, we have a couple of little news items to dispense. One has to do with animals, and the other one has to do with zebras. The first one being you, oh, the animal portion, figure being out what you you're going about. to Disneyland. How was that? Lucky animals. Because, well, well uh, because yes, we, you know, um, it's kind of like a gorilla. You know. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, the joke dropped, but hey, they can't all be good. <laughs> Christine and I spent uh, a weekend in California... Where we went to Anaheim one day and we did the DCA Disneyland doubleheader. So we, could, as I'm sure all of our, or if not all, most of our listeners know, Disneyland and California Adventure are literally right next to each other, and you could just walk out the entrance and exit of one and in, into the entrance of the right. other. So we went back and forth like five different times, but it was the first time I've actually seen California Adventure. I'd been to Disneyland for a few hours one other time, um, but this was the first time I saw California Adventure, and I got to tell you, I love disney's california adventure i put i put on uh twitter not that not that long ago my three favorite american disney parks because i've only been to the american ones is number one animal kingdom at any point in time number two early 1990s epcot center and number three is disney's california adventure over Disneyland? Yes. Really? Radiator Springs. I mean, I don't even like cars, but Radiator Springs is terrific. I've heard that. Yeah. I love Bugs Land, even though I know they're getting rid of it, but it's a great kid area. The Just the theming, the just the whole area. We we had lunch at the Carthay Circle Lounge, which is sort of sort of like Nomad Lounge. I mean, it's a great place to relax. They have like small plates and all that kind of stuff. They have great beer selection. The Paradise Pier, once they fix that up a little bit, is, is not bad. The... The um, red, I guess it's Redwood Creek Trail, which is like a kid's, it's like the Boneyard on steroids. Nice. Imagine the Boneyard, nice. but much better. Wow. Um, wow. I mean, there are so many amazing things about that 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 area alone. Um, I think we were in there, for, Christina has two small kids. So we were in there right. for a couple hours, and they were just really? having a grand time. Cool. Um, just the whole, I mean, just the the front of the park, the you know the uh, the Bonavista Street and all that with the red collar trolley car going back and forth. 
I just I th- I thought Disney's California Adventure is fantastic, and I and I actually think putting in a Marvel Land might actually ruin it a little bit. Um, is that where the uh, Bugs it's Bugs, Bugs Land is going? Yeah, we actually never rode Guardians of the Galaxy. Her kids are small. I'm not a big fan of the Tower of Terror. Just the right. the ride system. Right, I mean, right, I right, 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 right. So we actually never rode that. But man, Radiator Springs, top five ride in Disney Park in any Disney Park. Oh, the um, the the. The racing thing, yeah, the, the, the cars, thing. Yeah. top five. Really, I, we, we were talking about it. I, I think I'd still put. I mean, Kilimanjaro Safaris is my favorite. Okay, um, Haunted Mansion, I love. Yes, Spaceship Earth is probably next. Okay, and then I'd probably put Radiator Springs. I'd put Radiator really? Springs ahead of Flight of Passage or any other attraction at Animal Kingdom. Wow, wow, that's that sounds like something I got to go to. And then I went to San Diego Zoo on Sunday, which is a phenomenal zoo. It. Is a great zoo. I've been to many good zoos, yes, you, you know, have. like Atlanta, Cincinnati, and you know, I, obviously, I worked at the Bronx Zoo. I mean, I, I'm partial to the Bronx Zoo, even over San Diego. Over San Diego, really? Um, there, I mean, if you want to argue San Diego's better, it you know, it, it's neck and neck um, to me. Um, the Bronx Zoo is, but much bigger. The Bronx Zoo, I think, yeah, it's physically bigger and a lot less expensive, right? Uh, correct. It yeah. is less expensive. I mean, um, the San Diego Zoo is fantastic, and you get those things that... It's like 50 bucks for a park. Yeah, yeah. it's like going into a normal theme park. It's not like a zoo. Like I want to say the Bronx are inexpensive. Zoo, well, the Bronx Zoo is expensive. It's like 30 to get like a... But you, it's an all-inclusive pass and stuff like that. Well, but. yeah, but 30 bucks is still not a lot. For, not, not not crazy. For a, like no, a theme crazy. park kind of thing, like a park um, kind of day. San Diego Zoo, the exhibits are fantastic, but they're more tightly compacted. They are smaller. You're right about that. The yep. Bronx Zoo is... Like two and a half times the size, physical area size of mm. the San Diego Zoo. I didn't know that. So yeah, the Bronx Zoo is like two hundred and sixty something acres, and San Diego is like a buck ten or something like that. It's, I, it's like something like that. You know, I remember being at the San Diego Zoo, and I remember thinking, I mean, the the animals that you saw there were different from what I'm used to because they had koalas and koalas were a fantastic. You know, exhibit's and, fantastic and, and things like that. And um, but they were. You're right. The enclosures were smaller. No, I'm not even saying the enclosures are smaller. They 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 really are not, to to any great degree. There's you oh. know whatever. We're closer but together. More, everything is compacted more. Yeah. So while at the Bronx Zoo, you walk through let's say Himalayan Highlands, you walk through it, and then you have to walk down the path for like 30 yards or so to get to the next, you know, exhibit. Here they're right on top of each other. There's no. There's no empty yeah. space. There's no, a lot of empty true. space at the Bronx. Yeah, that one area where, where the quals are is like one after another. Boom, boom, boom. They're like right. But know. they had some fantastic. We the, oh, the, yeah. there was like an, an elephant odyssey that t- sort of is really cool. You know what California? They sort of show animals yeah. that California had sixteen thousand years ago. So instead of mammoths, they have elephants. Instead of there used to be North American lions, they had the lion exhibit. That's where the California condors are. That, that kind of thing. Yeah, the condors have, are cool. They have a new exhibit for uh, called African Rock, African Rocks, which starts w- in the ocean, and it shows like uh, penguins from Africa and like uh, wow. sharks. It's an underwater aquarium, and you just move along past like amazing exhibits for lemurs and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and the way they they show birds at the San Diego Zoo is the best in in any zoo. Oh, I've the aviary. The, yeah, there are amazing. four or five aviaries. That are like pan- like the ones you see in Pangani and Maharaja, but just gigantic, gigantic, much better. Um, I remember walking, beautiful. Like you, you go through one to get down to yeah, exactly because yeah, you're on like a mountain. The-, the only thing I will say that they have pandas. Obviously, there was packed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, not a great exhibit. This the Smithsonian uh, panda exhibit, much better. Really, much better. 
much better. But I mean, that's um, nitpicking. I had, I saw I saw the pandas there. It's the only place I ever did, so I have nothing else to compare them to. So you never been to this National Zoo? In no, Washington? Oh, I thought you not were. not not recently. Not that I can remember. <laughs> their panda exhibits better, but but cool. other than that, I mean, that's again nitpicking. Um, cool. So that was a fun trip. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful, San Diego Zoo. And the and the piece of news we have from Animal Kingdom is uh, the birth of Grevy zebras. Yep, two, 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 two of them. Yeah, yep. and um, I just mentioned that because Grevy zebras are the largest of the zebras. Mike, mm-hmm. Mike's going to correct me if I'm wrong. Are also incredibly endangered. Mm-hmm. Um, They're limited to a small area yep. in East Africa. Yep, yep. And uh, Disney's had them for a little while. They're in Gorilla Falls. They're behind the meerkats. That's where you can find them. So they're not out on the savanna. Um, those are what mountain zebras or something out in the savanna, or so the plains zebras, plains, the, the, the the angry zebra herd that they tried that one time. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, well, I guess it's been a couple of years now. Um, mm. Plain zebras, those are the most common ones, the ones you see in all the African documentaries and all that kind of stuff. Those are on the safari, and you'll still see one or two of them, um, you know, towards the end yeah. of the safari. The mountain zebras are the ones that you see in the lodge. So any zebra you see in the Animal Kingdom Lodge, those are those mountain, are mountain zebras. zebras. Okay, and then you have the grevies at. Um, are the grevies as cranky as the rest of them, or is that just a no, zebra trait? No, it's just the plain. So oh. Plain zebras are the ones that, for whatever reason, they're they're sort of the bullies of the of yeah. the African plains. Right, right, right. Um, so that's nice. That's nice. They're very nice. <laughs> um, okay, so. We wanted to go, um, you know, to keep celebrating sort of the 20th anniversary of the park. I mean, it's amazing when you think, you know, Mike, when you were talking about California Adventure, I was thinking about how um, when the California Adventure was the goat, you know, the the the, the laughing stock of yeah. the Disney parks. And for a long time there, you know, people were saying the same thing about the Animal Kingdom. It's a half day park, yada, yada, yada. You know, all this kind of stuff. And it's amazing how far the two of them have come in in just the last few years. I well, mean, I, they've really revolutionized both of these places and, and changed them and, and upped the excitement. You I'd can, like to say. Yes. And I, I, I think I said this on social media on the 20th anniversary. Uh, you and I um, said Animal Kingdom was our favorite park before it was cool to say it. Oh, that's for sure. That's absolutely. <laughs> but now it sure. seems to be like the cool thing to be. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people say. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, it's everybody's favorite. Yeah. yeah. But it was ours for many, many years before, <laughs> before people. Uh, and I was, I'm trying to think of, you know, when you you said before your favorite parks and the time frames and stuff like that, you know, of when of 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 what your best time was. I mean, I, you know, I the Animal Kingdom obviously is one of mine too, and Disneyland and stuff like that. But yeah, at, even even the years when I was in love with Epcot, which is. I guess you defined it right, mid nineties. I said the, you know, yeah, in the nineties, late eighties to the mid nineties. I'm trying to think of, um, you know, when when we still had, when did Horizons close? Uh, I want to say like ninety eight. Yeah, so I would say right before that. Might have been, <coughs> been later than that. I don't remember the time frame, but even then, when they were bringing in Test Track and stuff, I I, I didn't mind those. You know, Test Track I liked when it first came out. You know, it's. It, I, I still like it. I, think. I did. I never thought. I always liked World of Motions, but I never. I did too. Th- I never. Th- World of Motion, excuse me, but I never thought that the um, the switch was a bad thing. No, because at the time, like you had so many of those track dark rides. Right. I mean, that's just all they were, you know. <laughs> but yeah, '90s Epcot, and then and definitely, I would I would say Disneyland. I haven't been DCA, but now I gotta go. So anyway. Um, 
But uh, I Dave, want yeah. The horizons closed permanently January 9, 1999. That was close. So 90s is what we're talking when we still had horizons. Yeah. Um, So we wanted to look back sort of the time when it wasn't cool to say that Animal Kingdom was your favorite park. And for those of you who didn't go because you were listening to certain people tell you it was a half day park and it wasn't nice. uh, We wanted to go back and go through some of the things you missed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, it's not not a lot, but there's, there's not some. a lot, but there's a few, and we thought we'd pay a little tribute to the extinct attractions from the Animal Kingdom over the last twenty years, and um, so I set Mike to a task. He is a list maker; he loves his lists, uh, he loves to rank things and do all that. So uh, we sent him off on a list to uh, rank the the best extinct attractions in Animal Kingdom history, and of course, I'm here to lob. I came up with a, grenades at it when he makes mistakes, but that's my job. I came up with eleven. Okay, so I'll I'll rank them in order. Okay. Um, I will say I did not include just for the purposes of those keeping score at home. Um, <laughs> I did not include countdown to extinction. Well, that's not an extinct attraction, right? I mean, there. Um, I did include some other things that we'll get to that were really. Changes, but I think more significant. I mean, the countdown to extinction to me was really just the change in the just name. Just the badge. Yeah. Just the, so just the, the I, I name did not in include that. So I'll start off. It is, however, the one you pine away for the most. I just want him to change the name back. I just think it's a much way better name. I mean, I don't know what to say. I agree. I also think, I mean, I know we're going off the rails here a little bit, but at, at the end when the dinosaur comes at you at countdown to uh, at dinosaur, mm-hmm. it made much more sense to have the meteor coming right at your face, you know, as you're going sure. down sure that's the story i don't know why they changed that i thought that was stupid too. i also think you have dino land usa you walk around dino land and you see the kind of you know kid place it is and the kind of cool you know like a kind of a you know it's kid friendly sure rides and stuff and then you have a ride called dinosaur which you assume is gonna be another kid friendly thing cuz it's just dinosaur we're going to go and see a dinosaur countdown to extinction actually was a name that made you feel the you know it, it, it was a thrill yeah it was right. more it, it 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 was more evocative of what the ride was you know and mm-hmm. and kind of just a better name in general but they changed it for those of you who don't know they changed it to dinosaur to go along with a movie uh, that you probably have never seen if you're younger than 30 years old. <laughs> well, based upon the box office, most of you over 30 didn't see it either. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> I've seen it too, not in a very long time. No, no, no. It was a one-time deal thing. But uh, And then they kind of shoehorned the, uh, you know, it in there. There's no trace of the movie really left in any of it if you didn't. I mean, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know it had anything to do with the movie. Mm-hmm. So anyway, are we ready? Right, I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Starting at 10. I, was, I I put all 11 in here. Should we just do okay. a top 11? Sure. Number 11 is, Dave, the maybe the dumbest <laughs> Dumb. idea Disney ever had for Disney's Animal Kingdom, and that was the Radio Disney Cruise. Oh, I was going to say, if you go with Tarzan Rocks and this number, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get upset. No. The Radio Disney Cruise. Now, of all the ones you're going to name here, I think this is the one that I never did. Right, I don't brief. remember ever going on this. But it was, you know, a Radio Disney DJ, and you would ride the Discovery River boats around the around the lagoon. And they often had, like, a keeper 
or a cast member, I should say, sometimes would have like a tarantula in the aquarium or something to show you. Right. Um, we'll get to... Which was also that. on the old Discovery River boats. All on the old Discovery River right. boats. Correct. So it was basically just a... They we're going to try cool to cool up right. with Disney radio. Right. And they were trying to, you know, cross-promote Disney radio, which was a thing right. at the time. I mean, is Disney radio still a thing? I don't even know. I don't know. And now, and now you know why you can't go on the Discovery River boats anymore. <laughs> Well, you can't go on the Discovery River boats anymore because of rivers of light. But I mean, that's, well, yeah. yeah, I mean that kind of put the kibosh on any of that it anymore. Did. It did. Although I wish it didn't. I'll get. To, I'll get to that later. <clears throat> but uh, so that is my number eleven. Okay, that that deserves to be at number number, number ten. We're going to go over to the extinct land of uh, Camp Mini Mickey. Ooh, and do the character greeting trails. That's number ten. Yeah, it was just a meet and greet. It's a meet and greet, but it, you know what I liked about it is it had um, a place. For you want to go meet your characters, we don't need a line in the middle of the promenade. Just go over there, meet your characters. Stand on your lines. Perfect. Okay. I mean, I, I like the fact now that I they I think what have... they should have done, though, with it... Go ahead. ...is laid it out like they do in Epcot with the character spot, where you can fast-pass it and then just go boom, boom, boom through all of them. Sure. That would have been cooler. What they had was individual lines for these characters. Right. So you would so have like kiosks. Kind of, yeah. And like one would be Mickey and Minnie, another would be Pooh characters, right. and then there would be Blue and Louie. So whatever. if you were going to stand on line from all of them, you'd be there for hours. Right. So that was the one thing I didn't like about right, it. Right. I didn't like that. But, um, I, I also prefer, I like how they have the character, like for example, I like where Mickey and Minnie are now. I like that building. Oh, sure. I like that yeah, much nice. better. Um, you know, I like being able to see Blue and Louie over in, no. in Asia. No, no, I, I see both. So, but I don't. I, I think there's going to be a couple over here that are worse than those. Okay. And, I, and you know me, I don't do characters. Right. Well, you might uh, yell at me for my next one. <laughs> um, Tarzan rocks, is it? It is Tarzan oh, rocks. Oh come on! I was never a fan of Tarzan rocks. Now, people are going to yell at me. You're going to yell at me. I believe Christina <laughs> is going to yell at me. Um, you tell them. Uh, there are fans of Tarzan Rocks. Um, I am okay. not counted among them. Let me, for those of you who have never seen it, and I'm sure there's a lot of you that haven't, because it's been closed for some time now. Um, it is. It used to be um, the theater that Nemo is in now, the Nemo show is in now, was an open-air like um, amphitheater. Mm -hmm. And what this show was... <laughs> Was uh, the movie Tarzan, uh, the Disney animated film Tarzan, which I'm sure you can see and you have seen if you're a Disney fan. Which I like the movie Tarzan. Tarzan movie's good. Honest. Good the music, too. Music is terrific. Yep. Phil Collins. Love it. So you have an open air amphitheater with great music. So already I like, I didn't mind it. But then. The skateboarding comes. You had this weird sort of roller skating thing that happened and, you know, I. It was it was eclectic. <laughs> okay, it was. Um, I would go see it. I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind it. I thought it was fun. I, the music was great, and the, you know, great sound system and all that. So that would basically just like a musical review of the shows of the movies. Music, right? Well, I mean, was one, really didn't tell the story as much. No, one thing really it did. On that. One thing it did, um, which I know both of we are both fans of, is not. Attempting to re retell the story in an abbreviated version, which I hate. Right. Instead, they took sort of the 
characters, the theme, the music, and made it into like a, a little review. Review, much like Festival of the Lion King, but I think Festival of the Lion King is fantastic. I yes. was not a big skateboard acrobatic <laughs> fan, so uh, I am down on Tarzan rocks. Yeah, the the part that was hard to really sort of reconcile is what Tarzan and the gorillas had to do with roller skates. Like well, that was right. hard to sort of figure out how that worked. Um, but they were acrobatic, and they did some really neat stuff. Kids liked it. Mike has a very bad opinion of it, and I know a lot of other people do. Um, I thought it was a fun, quirky show. I didn't have any problem with it at all. Did I you, liked it better. I'm th- sure I would like it better than other ones that you're going to list. And do you like it better than Finding Nemo the Musical? Yes. Okay. I do, and 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 I Finding Nemo the Musical is one of the things at the park I really don't like. And it's because of what we just mentioned before, which is they try to shoehorn an 80-minute movie into a 35-minute thing um, and then add songs. And the songs really aren't very good. The songs are fine. And I, I do appreciate the fact that they at least added music to it. It wasn't just... But the songs aren't great. They're fine. The songs in Tarzan Rocks were better. Okay, that's fine. I'll give you that. Son of Man and all those are great. Uh, speaking of eclectic... What was the slow song that uh, he sang for that? That was a big hit. What in uh, Tarzan? Oh, I have it in my head, but I can't think of the. Uh... You'll be in my heart. Yeah, there you go. Great song. Look it up. Look up the the Tarzan's the tar- good. Then there was movie. like this whole knocking on the mm-hmm. pots and pans thing. It was great. The music was fine. He's t- don't listen to Mike. He just doesn't like skateboarding. I don't know why. Number eight. He doesn't like fun. <laughs> I, I I put the uh, fossil preparation lab. Okay. This was an listed attraction when the park opened uh-huh. in 1998. <laughs> For about three months, right? <laughs> I think it was longer than that. I think it went into the 1999. Essentially, so let me, it, you could actually watch actual paleontologists working on right. a T-Rex that was found. Um, the A replica of it now stands in front of the dinosaur ride. The T-Rex there. Is Sue is the nickname. The actual fossil is now in the Chicago Field Museum, but Disney helped right. um, through, I think, McDonald's helped sponsor it or some nonsense like Something that. Something like that, but, yeah, yeah. You know, you can watch actual paleontologist working on uh, Sue, the T-Rex. It was interesting. I mean, it was... For 15 minutes, yeah. I yeah. mean, it was interesting. I mean, I could see this being a little bit farther down the list. I'm assuming you like Tarzan Rocks better, but... Yes, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I threw it in there as... Um, put it a little bit up on the list because it was real scientists working on stuff. It was. It kind of had an Epcot feel to it. Um, a Planet Watch kind of feel to right. it. Right. Yeah. So I liked it. Um, <coughs> and kind of added to the legitimacy of what Dino Land was and that, you know, and, and all that. It kind of, you know. I think it would have been better served um, if they had made it part of like the queue of dinosaurs. So you could, I like, would agree with as that. As you were like waiting in line seeing actual paleontologists. That's a great idea. Or that. something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Um, and it was temporary looking, and, and well, it was temporary. Yeah. you know, not only looking. It, it, it was obvious they kind of tossed it up. But as we've mentioned before, when Michael Eisner opened parks, he tended to open them with the bare minimum of what can go in there. Yeah, what can we get away with? What with can we get right? Right. <laughs> the I mean, full price. You know, two or three rides and some restaurants, and then 
at the end, you know, towards the end, closer to opening, we'd start throwing in these things like this or <clears throat> streetmosphere characters or something like that just to give somebody some entertainment. Well, I mean, you know? for people who know the history of the park, Camp Mini Mickey was a last minute addition. Last minute, yep. And they, they ran over budget. They couldn't afford Beastly Kingdom. They um, put it under the budget of the entertainment um portion of disney so they wouldn't go further over budget right. and they just built this area of just entertainment stuff and threw in a couple of shows and that kind of stuff that's exactly so, why camp mini mickey is there <laughs> right and it lasted a lot longer than they had originally anticipated obviously but that's a, a tale for another day right actually i think it's a tale for we already told and when we did the beastly kingdom yeah, thing. absolutely so go back and listen to that one i don't know what the episode number is but it's there now this next one is maybe even maybe the strangest thing on this list the March of the Artimals, which was the original parade at Disney's oh, yeah. Animal Kingdom. I have some pictures there. Yeah, and they were really weird looking. I like this. Very. It was. I like this. It, I, I don't dislike it at all. I liked it. It was a. Quirky. Very quirky. Very weird. It's yeah. hard to explain. Very um, hard. It's like some modern artist craft person was put in charge of making crazy parade characters and they marched around um discovery island so it's no other way to explain yeah it's really bizarre um you know if you if you if you've never seen it but you're familiar with epcot i there was that time frame there where they were doing this thing they did it they did it another kind of eclectic artsy thing for the parade for the millennium over at the world showcase um it wasn't similar to that, but it, but but you, th- that was sort of a thing then. They were doing this thing of these sort of artsy, eclectic, mm-hmm. you know, cool music, new agey almost. I don't know if I'd call March of the Ar- I can't even say it. It was so badly named March of the Artimals. <laughs> right. It was so that was another thing, Mike. It had a terrible name. <laughs> it had a terrible name. It had a terrible name, no doubt. Uh, it was kind of like if, if Divine was marching, <laughs> kind of, you know, it was that that kind of weird costume, kind of, but it was even thing. weirder than that. Really. I would say, yeah, more artistic than that. Uh, yeah. we, let's go to sex, okay? And that is Tarzan Rocks. By the way, is better than March of the Journey Artemis. to the Jungle Book, and Tarzan Rocks is better than Journey to the Jungle Book, which was the original and, show. Yes, and the theater in the wild, theater, theater yep. in the wild, yep. And that only ran for a couple of years. A couple of years, yeah. Did you like that? I did. I like the sets. Yeah. This did have the problem of shoehorning the story. I mean, it was trying yes. to tell the story in 25 minutes. Yes. But, you know, I like the monkeys that they had. And I, I'm a pr- big fan of the Jungle Book music. I mean, I would take the Jungle Book music over Tarzan music. I know. I, I, I would agree. And the sets were fantastic, I thought. I mean, go back and look at pictures if yeah. you can. Um, I mean, go to the Instagram account, Disney's Animal Kingdom. You'll see. I just put up some up up during the uh, you know during Earth Day. Right around then, I was putting some of these pictures up. But uh, you'll see a few of them there. So that is my number six. Uh, you know, I know you like Tarzan rocks better. Right? I I don't can't say that I do. I mean, I, mm, mm. you're probably gonna like Tarzan rocks better than my next one. Then okay, <laughs> and that is number five. I put. And this one lasted longer than any of them. And this is, I think, the last show on the list. Because there were quite a few sh- No, it's not the last. But Pocahontas and her forest friends. I definitely like Tarzan Rocks better. Which was, but this was for little kids. This was for little kids. Yeah. 
So just to, for those who don't remember, um, it was in Camp Mini Mickey, was mm-hmm. you know along with uh, Festival of the Lion King, and it was uh, Pocahontas came out. It was a small theater with uh, you know little benches, and they encouraged kids, much like they do at Turtle Talk today, encouraged all the small kids to come sit up right at the front of the stage. It's a lot like Turtle Talk in that way. You're right. Right. Yeah. At least in the setup of the of the, mm-hmm. the theater itself, and Pocahontas would come out, and they'd have like a grandmother willow tree that would talk right on stage. That's right. And there'd be character uh, animals that would come out and like uh, ooh and ah the kids, and there were you know basic things like raccoons and skunks and and that right. kind of stuff. You know, North American animals like you would you would expect in a Pocahontas show. Correct. And she would talk about the you know nature and with grandmother willow and how to protect the forest creatures and all that kind of stuff. But it was very kiddie. It was geared for the toddler, very, very much toddler so, yeah. set, you know, seven and below, and eight I, and below, or that kind of thing. And I never had little kids during when it was on. Right. You did, I so did. you would. It was cute. I thought so it was you would cute. have enjoyed it more right. than I did. I, I maybe saw it once, like when it first opened, just to see what it was, right. you know, and never went back. So I probably would put that. You got to kind of think of my time mind frame at the time. I'm still, uh, you know, without children and uh, and you know, doing fun, you know, doing adulty stuff, really. Unfortunately, I find Disney nowadays, or recently anyway, is gearing away from little kids. I agree. Maybe this is in response to, you know, the teens wanting to go see Harry Potter. I don't know. But I find, and even, you know, what we were talking about before with Disney's California Adventure, you have It's a Bug's Land, which has like four or five kiddie rides. Right. Um, and you know Christina, who has you know young kids, she says she loves that area because she she doesn't have to say no to her kids for anything. Right. Anything you know, there's a water playground park, there's a few rides, and they're getting rid of that for Marvel rides, which you know are going to have height restrictions and are sure. going to be thrill rides. At least sure. of the two, if they put two rides, at least one of them going to be absolutely. And this is what you find in other Disney parks. I think they're taking away kid stuff for. You know, your son who's just over three or even like four or five and below right? for, you know, th- more thrill rides and there or, or, you know, more adult entertainment. And I don't like that. I think there should be at least some spots, even if you think it's a playground is stupid. Uh, if it's if it's Boneyard, I think it's fantastic. I love the Boneyard. Oh, I, my I love kid. What, what I was talking about at, at uh, California Adventure. It's great for little kids, and you need to have things like... I need like, to have that, yes. And little kids, so three, four, five, uh, you know, your son, I think, would sit there and love Pocahontas and her forest friends. I mean, you might say this is kind of hokey, sitting there in the back and watching it, but... But it's not for me. But right. it's not for you. It's right. for it's for the four-year-old. And you're absolutely right. And, and they, uh, that's why it's a little bit higher on my list, just because I think most parks, maybe not Magic Kingdom, but most parks um, really need this, and... Lord, does Hollywood Studios need something, um, you know, geared towards? Oh, God, kids. we I haven't taken him to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, they one they have like two. Yeah, they I mean, have the least, show, the least, Disney Junior show, and then right, nothing else. I mean, at least at the Animal Kingdom, you have animal trails and stuff like that, and there's like wow, you know, flights of wonder and all that kind of. I'm stuff. hoping Toy Story Land gets us over there. I mean, he'll yeah. le- at least yeah. like yeah. to I mean, see I, it. I am uh, I am a proponent of making sure there's a plenty for. The real young kids to do, and and Animal Kingdom's always had that, and and but at but, least it has the animal trails and it has the boneyard. That and it always it always lended shows. itself to that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you could it's at a, least do that, right? 
Um, and you know, music. I mean, little kids love Barudica. I mean, sure. I mean, they're a fun band, and they, you know, all that kind of stuff. But absolutely, this was a good show for little kids. You know, if you, um, teenagers would sit there like going, "Are you kidding me? What, what are we doing here?" <laughs> but, but you know, adults with little kids appreciated it, and I and I, I did too. I thought it was good. So I let's, agree. Let's move on to that. We're now we're into the top four. Now we're into the stuff we're the really big ones. Miss. The big ones. Number four, I actually put the Discovery River boats themselves. It's a little bit different than the Radio Disney Cruise. This was well, really yeah. just a boat ride around um, the Discovery Island. Yep. It was a slow way to get around. I mean, it, it, yep. it died on the vine because literally you could walk twice as fast right. as taking the boat. But they had things you could see. At the, initially, did. they had like a dinos, couple of dinosaurs in the water near Dino Land. Geysers over they by had Africa. Geysers. They actually had initially. I, they may even ha- they had the dragon cave with the, that uh-huh, breathed fire. That was right in the beginning. Yep. Um, so they had some stuff. I and mean, there were some birds. Ex- there were some bird exhibits down there too. The crown right. cranes or something like that. Right. You could yep. see. You, they're still there. You can still right. see where they are. But they're- right. Go on YouTube. You can find uh, this yep. on YouTube and see what it looked like. Um, it's fun to look at the park because I mean, when you get around to where Everest is now, I mean, there's literally nothing. I mean, right. It looks deserted, but. Um, you know, there were some interesting things to see, but the boats themselves were cool. Yep. I love the look of them. Um, they actually used them for a little while where they would just have characters going around and like yes, music and waving. I did not include that on the list. I didn't. I that wasn't an attraction. Yeah, not really. But did, um, yeah. but the boats themselves were cool. I wish they were still there. Um, just, just for a lazy boat ride. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. So uh, that's number four on my list. Plus, that's... I miss being able to have that perspective from the water, looking up at because you got that's you got so close to the backside of the tree of life and and if they I mean it's something they could have improved, right? You know they could have they could have done a little more with some animal enclosures, you know, animal exhibits down there. They had a lot of space. They chose. They to could work. have definitely done. They could have done a lot more, and you know they have this beautiful waterway which they obviously built on purpose. You know, and they just have never really made good use of it. And the whole idea of exploring through a river and stuff would just be fantastic. I, I believe mean, the dinosaur that you ran by was the iguanodon that got loose from the from the dinosaur. I think ride. you're I right. Think. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> I'd have to go back and look and at the, the video. Are the geysers still there, Mike? Just uh, not being used. Yeah, they're not used, but the 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 framework is there. I mean, there's, that's still that rock work that looks they would like. be like by where the Festival Lion King Theater. They'd be is right now, across right? from it. Right across from it. Right across yeah. from it. Yeah. I, there you had they had these like you know geysers shooting up and then you'd come around the corner the geysers on your right and then you'd have Harambe in front of you and now you have this beautiful Harambe waterfront um you know it would have been a great thing to to use that waterfront for you know for a ride like this I mean I I mm-hmm. I, I think we should bring him back I, I do I don't know that we can now I don't I mean they do have the river boats that go through the rivers of light. I mean maybe they could do it, but they'd have they'd have to shut it down at like probably like three or four o'clock in the afternoon or something like that sure. to get ready for the Yeah, that's Rivers true. of Light show. But bring it back. I, I wanna be on the river. The the next one I'm actually calling an audible here. I actually had this as number two on my list, but I'm gonna say three and I'll tell you why later. Okay. But it's the most recent extinction, and that is Flights of Wonder. I have as number oh, three. Oh, okay. Um the reason I moved it down a spot is because we do I mean the replacement is essentially the a bird same. show. It's the I, same like yeah. Hopefully they improve some of the, you know, quirks with it. 
But I always loved Flights of Wonder. I thought it was a much underappreciated show, so I had a high on my list at number three. I would think... I think it belongs on the extinct attractions in quotes, but I would certainly understand an argument against even calling it extinct because it's, it's so that what's there now is so similar and it looks the same and it, and the point is the okay. same, you know, it, it, so it's really, it's really not extinct. It, um, it's different I enough the, to me to be on the list. I think the old show from what I saw was better, funnier, more engaging than what we have now. But as I said when we were talking about this last time, I only saw the very first ever public showing of it. So I don't know how it's going to look when I go see it again, which I plan on doing. So I, I hope that, um, you know, they make it a little bit better. Um, but it does it, Flights of Wonder, yes, I'd put that high on the list. That was a great show and, and long running. I mean, it's probably the, definitely the longest running on this list. Right. <laughs> it's there for 20 years, almost 20 years, 18 years. Number two, I mean, these. I even thought about it as I'm sitting here making this number one, but I'm going to say number two is Mickey's Jammin' Jungle Parade. Uh, I did enjoy the parade. It was a good parade. It's a good parade. Um, it was it was unusual a little bit. They had like yep. you know bikes and like yep. flying contraptions and things like that. It wasn't your standard parade floats. Exactly right. Which is it was what Disney I liked characters. About. Yep. Um, and it was also unlike the parades that you get. At Magic Kingdom, where you have to like sort of stake out a spot hours in advance, well, you this literally five minutes before it could just all right, it's three o'clock. Let's yep. go watch the parade. Just stand there and watch it. It so, was. So there are two things I would have I would say about what I really liked about it. I mean, as far as like content of the parade, it never really changed, never evolved. It. it they did have a Christmas. They version, had a Christmas which layover. I did, include, yep. I, yep. I did not include as a. Now they're the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but the Christmas layover was cool and was nice for the for when you're there for the season. Um. I like the fact that it did not, like Mike is saying, did not have these crazy crowds, to, you know, people lining up for an hour beforehand. Also, because the the walkways are so small, it was a very intimate parade. Yeah, like you're right were, on top. They were of it. right on top of it. So, and but that also meant that the floats were a little smaller. Yep, much smaller. You know, not as grand, and you know, nobody standing three stories up and, and don't doing get me wrong, the princess I like wave. The you Magic Kingdom that. one they have now with the Festival of Fantasy, I think, is fantastic. Yep, but um, this was a nice little mm-hmm. addition to your afternoon, right? Um, and and they, I wholeheartedly believe that they need to bring something like that back. Also, I for just think those kids who would love it did not know this but a nice little place to, to watch it was getting a like a late lunch early dinner reservation at yak and yeti sit on you know as, oh, to sit yeah. on the and second see, floor sit over it yeah yeah and you yeah. could just watch it go by as you're eating yep. if you if you were lucky enough to get those window seats you could ask for it and, and, yeah. and wait for it you know yeah but um yeah i thought mickey's jam and jungle was a fun parade i would agree and i'd like to see it brought back i mean I guess they could do it. It's hard to I'm believe. I'm concerned there would be Avatar people in it now, but that's neither here nor well, there. Well, there's always that. <laughs> it's hard to believe that there uh, that that is number two, which leads me to wonder. Well, I mean, you have to know what number one is by now. I've often reminisced about this attraction. <laughs> I've often uh, pined away for the days. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? The Dinosaur Jubilee. You got it. You got it. Number, <laughs> number one on my list is the Dinosaur Jubilee, which was a tent. A where tent, folks. Literally a tent. A big tent. A big tent. Where uh, Primeval World and uh, you know the Dino-Rama sits today. The kind of tent you may have attended a wedding in at one point. Right. Kind of like, like that. that. Yep. And it had um, dinosaur fossils in it. 
That's all it had. It was a in it, at points they had like mammoth stuff too, but it was a natural history museum type of exhibit. And at the at least in the early days, they had interns from the Dino Institute in character talking about the the fossils and stuff that they found at the at all that areas. So um, I thought it was fantastic. I really think Dino Land needs a natural history museum. Um, I don't could, disagree with they that. They can certainly approve on Dinosaur Jubilee, <clears throat> but I put it number one on the list because I think it was perfect complement to that area. I mean, again, and we're going back to kids. What little kid doesn't think a dinosaur bone is cool? Exactly. Uh, and just to have the, that, um, even if they had some you know, replicas and models of actual dinosaurs and some hands-on exhibits and all that kind of stuff, Absolutely. this was literally just dinosaur bones. Um, most of them Correct. were rep- replicas, but they were fossils. It would be walking like through, through a natural history museum. Exactly. They did have the cool thing of the interns in character talking about, uh, you know, uh, talking about the, the exhibit th- itself. Right, right, right. Yep. So I remember um, that now. <laughs> that was cool. But, um, <clears throat> you know, they could, st- I would love to see that brought back. So that's why Dinosaur Jubilee is number one. It really told the story of the Dino Institute. Um, it was that thing that added to, you know, credibility to the whole thing. It kind of brought Dino Land into the idea of the zoo because you, you, you were talking about the actual animals themselves. You know, you were, you were, um, you know, it was kind of that educational thing that's going on in the rest of the park. It kind of added, brought Dino Land into that. It was never really well built or anything like that. As Mike is saying, it was very temporary. They needed to build an actual structure. I'm sure they ran out of money for that, but they needed to do that. And um, But I, I agree that <clears throat> although the Dinosaur Jubilee itself may not be on the top of my list... Um, the concept would be near the top of my list. So what would be the top of your list? Tarzan rocks? <laughs> no, probably uh, top of my list. See, I didn't, I didn't rank it myself because I didn't want to just sit here throwing. Uh, but I would probably say the parade. I was just gonna say. I'd probably jungle. say the parade, and then probably the riverboats. Okay. And then probably, um, you know, the one of the shows, either Tarzan or the or the or the Jungle Book show. Right after that, the funny thing about this, Mike, and, I, and when I was going through this list, all, all you know, through all this. <clears throat> There's nothing here. This is what's good about Joe Ruddy. There's nothing here that you're chaining yourself to. No. You know what I mean? Like, w- w- there's no there's no Maelstrom. There's no Mr. Toad. Right. These are all rides that, you know, things that were good, they added to the park, and then they became something else, you know, which is perfectly fine. It's the right. kind I mean, of thing that's designed to rotate and to move around. You I, mean, know? I mean, I could see people making the argument that uh, Dino-Rama, people hate that plot. Panorama. So you're right. bringing, you know, maybe that was a bad change, but for the most part, I mean, Pocahontas and her forest friends became the area that is now Avatar Land. Right. Um, well, all of Camp. Minute, you know, they did yeah. remove the parade, but <clears throat> now they have winged encounters. I guess is sort of like a really show. cool. I like I that. Mean, yeah. I mean, they've added these things. Yeah, they've added more music from back that's then. That's true. You know, they've used the space to do something else. Now we don't have. We don't have a parade like we used to have in the middle of the afternoon, but all this music begins in the middle of the right. afternoon now. Right, right, You know, right. and you have one over across from the flame tree. You have the ones in, in, in right. Africa, the ones in Asia. So you have things that are added and taken to place. So none of it is stuff that we've missed. They've right. all made good decisions on all of this. Be- you know? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, the Dinosaur Jubilee was not going to stand for 20 years. No, 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 I'm fine with that. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm not sure if I would agree a good decision to just remove the parade. But that's neither, I mean, we're debating here. Right. But, I mean, you know, anyway. 
I agree. So that's it. That's it. That's our list. The 20 years of the Animal Kingdom you may have missed. Yeah. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can find Mike at Twitter, at Jumbo Everyone. Find me at Radio Harambe, though I'm not there often. You can also find us on Instagram, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. We can also find us at Jumbo Everyone on Facebook. JumboEveryone.com is the website. And you can also email me, JumboEveryone at gmail.com. For Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well. And thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, who do you